Hello, advisors. Welcome back to the Advisor Edge podcast. I'm Dan Smeda, pleased to be with you again. Today, we're talking about bait. In particular, a particular thing that clients do that looks like an opportunity, but actually it's not. And if you take this bait and launch into a product or a strategy, you're hooked into a low-value conversation that does not necessarily build client trust. In fact, taking this bait means you are prematurely delivering ideas and your value judgment and not really engaging with clients on theirs. This is serious bait. So what is this bait that customers lay down that tricks us into less effective engagement and premature delivery? It's simple. They ask us for our opinion. Hmm. Let's take a look at a real-life situation and sort of an obvious one. You're sitting down with a value client and early in the meeting they ask, so what do you think about Wealthfront? Whoop, 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 competitor alert. (laughs) I can't tell you. How many times I've seen advisors, even experienced ones, take that bait and start talking about why robo-advisors suck and how they can do so much more in terms of yada, 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 yada. Now, I know this because I do simulations all the time with advisors and we put this bait in front of them and advisors, you take the bait. And this is key. You take the bait even though you know it's coming. Why? Why? Well, It has a little bit to do with Maslow's hierarchy of needs. When you sense the presence of a competitor, your focus automatically goes to where you personally might be at risk, and you employ defensive behaviors to fend off the threat. Now, this isn't bad. It's how we Homo sapiens outlasted the Neanderthals and made it this far. But with clients, not so good. If you jump in your mind to, oh no, they're looking at Robo, I'm under attack, you're going to instinctively try to push that threat away. And pushing in this case is you rebutting the value of Wealthfront and pushing your value judgment on them. You're countering a competitive threat. Well, that's okay, but it's not necessarily consultative behavior. It's bait. So what do you do about this early client question? A couple things. The first thing is to relax and not start telling yourself a story. Concentrate only on what the client is asking you and not the implications for your AUM. They could just be asking. Second, instead of supplying your own story, ask about theirs. What's been their experience with Wealthfront? What's driving the question? What specifically are they wondering about or questioning? Simply relaxing and pausing and asking a couple of questions to understand the basis for their inquiry, that's what helps you get the sequence of the edge right, engage before you deliver. And it's slowing down your role a little bit in the presence of a competitive threat. So, what do you find when you ask a couple of questions? First, you find out how seriously to take their question. If the client's just asking because somebody told them about it, it's different than if they're already using a robo-advisor. Second, in asking, you learn how to answer, especially if they have an opinion already. Wouldn't you want to know that before you offered yours? So, slow your roll, ask a couple of questions. To avoid being confrontational, you might respond to the question itself first. For example... I have several thoughts on the robo-advisors depending on what you're wondering about. Have you used Wealthfront? That's all. 
You got it. Here's another example. You're with a client in their early 50s reviewing performance, which has been good. You're managing their qualified and non-qualified money. You've got beta under control. It's late in the meeting and the client asks, should I be looking at a variable annuity? Hmm. Well, this is a different story, right? The client is now asking you for your opinion about a product that could potentially be useful for them. You're paid to advise them on this very subject. Of course you're going to answer. Well, I'm here to tell you the scenario may be different, but it is still bait, just a different flavor of bait, the bait that leads you into the trap of premature advice. The tough part is they're asking you for advice. It seems logical to give it. However, you may be working on the assumption that because the client is asking you for your advice, they're ready for your advice. That's not necessarily the true. That's an assumptive trap that you, the advisor, best be wary of. Here's why the consultative process we call the advisory edge is so important. If you don't engage on the question first, that's the first E, and you simply deliver advice first, you may be off target or be offering low-value advice without realizing it. Top advisors instead spend a moment asking the very same questions we just talked about. Hmm, variable annuities have upside and disadvantages, you might say. Tell me about the question. Now, those are my words, not yours, and don't copy me. I'm not licensed to sell securities in your state, or any state for that matter. But I have worked with a number of your peers, and top advisors tell me that simply engaging on the question before you deliver an answer, that's key to staying out of the trap of premature or ill-advised advice. And that's the story for today. Bait comes in all sorts of flavors, but it usually comes as client questions. Don't take the bait on client questions and assume that because they asked, they're ready for or they're going to value your advice. Now you're not taking the bait. That's Advisory Edge. And that's all for this time. Thanks for being a part of the podcast. I'm Dan Smeda. Good luck. Good luck.